Welcome to Word Mission Church International Podcast. Now the Word with Paul Mensah Wood. And this morning we are talking about how to release, how the blessing of God is released in your life, or how to release the blessing of God. And you see, uh, the, the, thing about, the thing about Christianity and about, about God, serving God, worshiping God, is to know uh, uh, what God has made available. Uh, it, it's, you don't want to go through life and, and, and at the end of your life find out that you did not benefit or profit from what God has made available. So it's so, Im- it's so Im- important that, that we study the word of God, understand why Jesus Christ even had to come to start with. What, I mean, what, what does somebody coming into the earth 2,000 years ago mean to my life today? When I leave service from Monday to Friday, Monday to Saturday, what does it mean? And I pray in the name of Jesus that your eyes will be open to the revelation of the word of God. If you believe that, say amen. amen. I said I pray that may your eyes be open to see the revelation of the word of God. You see, uh, I don't know everybody else, but for me, mathematics is not difficult. Uh, it depends. Every, I mean, everybody has their own perspective. <laughs> but but, but to, to, to really do well in math, what you have to do is look at the examples, look at the steps that were derived to get to the answers, and when you follow the same steps, when you see a different question, you will get the same result. It's, it's very simple. <laughs> so if you don't understand the example, uh, you won't understand how things are happening. And math becomes a very, uh, a very tall mountain at that point. <laughs> Amen. And for me, I like math because, for instance, I mean, 2 plus 2 in math is 4. I mean, in advanced math, you, you might, might get something different. But 2 plus 2 is 4. In biology, if I cut um, a, a, a lizard or certain animal, write a paper on it, it's subjective. The lecturer can decide whether the paper is good or not. But if the answer is four in math, it's four here, it's four in Europe, it's four everywhere. If I give it to a math teacher across the world, the answer is going to be the same. So at that point, I'm the one, I, I, I decide what happens in the exams. <laughs> at least that was, that was the way I looked at it. <laughs> it may be different for other people. But the point is, you look at the examples, and then you look, determine how the examples, the, 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 the results are coming along. And then, when you follow the examples, you, you get the results. So the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 6, Hebrews chapter 6, verse 12, he says, thank you, Lord. Hebrews 6, verse 12. The Bible says this, that, that you do not become sluggish, but imitate those who through faith and patience inherit the promises. Imitate those who through faith and patience inherit their promises. Look at their lives. Look at their examples. Look at how they arrived at the destination as what they got to. Uh, and, and when you do the same thing, you get the same result. Imitate those who through faith. Don't be lazy. Don't be sluggish. Imitate those who through faith and patience inherit their promises. So, somebody like Abraham, notice what the Bible said about him in Isaiah chapter 51. Isaiah chapter 51 from verse 1 to 3. Thank you, Lord. Verse 1 says, 
Listen to me, you who follow after righteousness, you who seek the Lord, look to the rock from which you were hewn and to the hole of the pit from which you were dug. Look to Abraham, your father, and to Sarah who bore you. For I called him, notice this, alone and blessed him and increased him. For the Lord will comfort Zion. He will comfort all her waste places. He will make all her wilderness like Eden and her desert like the garden of the Lord. Joy and gladness will be found in it. Thanksgiving and the voice of melody. Listen to me, you who follow after righteousness. He says that look to Abraham your father and to Sarah who bore you. I called him alone and blessed him and increased him. The book of Genesis chapter 24. Genesis chapter 24 from verse 1. He says this, Genesis 24 verse 1. He says, now Abraham was old, well advanced in age, and the Lord had blessed Abraham in all things. He says, I took her waste places and made it like the garden of Eden. So if you see Abraham at, at, at this point in his life, the Bible says that the Lord had blessed him in all things. Uh, you, put, you put him on, on, on the news and then you ask him, Father Abraham, uh, please tell me, you're interviewing him, please tell me how at the end of, at this point in your life, the Bible describes you as having been blessed in all things. He says, I called him alone and blessed him and increased him. Let's try to answer that question this morning. Turn with me to Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. The Bible says, this is after God had created everything on the sixth day. The Bible says, then God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Verse 28, the Bible says, Then God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it, have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. Those were the first words that man, the man and woman had when they were created. So when you read the Bible, you see God doesn't change. God, the plan and the purpose of God doesn't change. God wanted a family and he created them and blessed them. Those were the first words that they had when they were created. Be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth. And subdue it, have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the air. And God says, see, I have given you every herb that yields seed, which is on the face of all the earth, and every tree whose fruit yields seed to you, it shall be for food. That was God's best that was God's plan. And the Bible also says in Genesis chapter 2, verse 15. Follow this closely, please. Genesis chapter 2, verse 15 says, Then the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden 
of Eden to tend and keep it. To tend and keep it. And it says everything in there is yours. That word tender in the Hebrew literally just, it says guard it. And when the Bible says that in the beginning God created, it says that the blessed one created. So God is all about the blessing in the life of this, pep- this person that they've created. These people that he has created. Guard the garden. Keep it. Then we all know what happened in Genesis chapter 3. When they disobeyed God and ate of the tree, the fruit that comes from the knowledge of good and evil. The Bible says in Genesis chapter 3 verse 17. He said some words to the woman and then he said certain words also to man. The Bible says that in verse 17 he says, Then to Adam he said, Because you have heeded the voice of your wife and have eaten from the tree of which I commanded you, saying you shall not eat of it, cursed is the ground for your sake. In toil you shall eat of it, all the days of your life, both thorns and thistles, it shall bring forth for you. And you shall eat the herb of the field. In the sweat of your face, you shall eat bread till you return to the ground. For out of it you were taken. For dust you are, and to dust you shall return. You see, the blessing is God's empowerment to prosper, God's empowerment to, be, to not only be blessed, but be a blessing to succeed in whatever task has been given to you. His task was to keep the garden to tenant and out of that replenish the earth. And think about it, out of just two people in the earth, God planned that the whole earth will be filled and replenished. So God's plan was that the Garden of Eden will spread and fill the whole. Think about such tremendous power that was placed in them. Then, I like to call it this way, they had a turnover. Instead of the blessing, it was turned over. And the Bible says that now because of what you have done, the ground is cursed. You are going to eat, it's going to bear tons and thistles for you. And out of the toil, instead of you now, uh, I mean, out of the toil of it, now you are going, that's how you are going to eat. That was a sad day. <laughs> and we're talking about this. Someone was saying that when they get to, if they, if they had not seen Adam in heaven, uh, they, they, they will have some questions for you or some words for Adam. <laughs> Why did you get us into this mess? But the good news is that Jesus Christ, we'll see that later, has come and he has reversed the whole thing. Hallelujah. So, God at some point saw that this thing wasn't working. The Bible says that in Noah's day, when it got to the time of Noah, God God saw that the wickedness of man was so great. So, he said, okay, this thing is not working. Let's try and start afresh. So, he finds somebody... In that time, and his name was Noah, and I mean, and, and a flood came and wiped everything out except for Noah and his family and all the animals that he, that he took in there. And when it gets to Genesis chapter 9, the Bible says, when they came out of the ark, so God blessed Noah and his sons and said to them, 
be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. And the fear of you and the dread of you shall be on every beast of the earth, on every bed of the earth, and all that move on the earth, and all the fish of the sea, they are given into your hand. The same words that he said to Adam, he's saying the same thing to Noah. God is all, that is always God's plan. He's looking for people that will walk with him so that through them they can be fruitful, multiply, and fill the earth. You see, fruitfulness is God's idea. God wants your life to be fruitful. And I pray in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus that may you walk in the fullness of the blessing in Jesus' mighty name. So Noah gave birth to three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Ham and Japheth did not stay with the blessing. Shem did. And then you can trace it all the way down when it gets to the time of Abraham. The blessing now is on the life of Abraham. So notice what the Bible says in Genesis chapter 12. Genesis chapter 12, he says, Now the Lord has said to Abraham, Get out of your country from your family and from your father's house to a land that I will show you. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great and you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and I will curse him who curses you. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Hallelujah. Same words. In other words, anyone, you see, God wants you to be blessed, and he wants you through your life, others to be blessed as well. In other words, what he's saying to Abraham is, look, anyone who partners with you and help you in this church, helps you in this church I've given you to bless all the families of the earth will also be blessed. Anyone who comes against you and tries to stop you from this church I've given you to be a blessing to others, they are going to walk in the curse. You see, walking in the curse is not a funny thing. Nothing works. So Abraham, in his generation, walks in it, and at the end of his life, the Bible says that he is blessed in all things. Then he gives birth to Isaac. Isaac is the one now walking with the blessing. Notice what the Bible says about Isaac in Genesis chapter 26. Verse 1, he says, there was a famine in the land beside the first famine that was in the days of Abraham. And Isaac went to Abimelech, king of the Philistines, in Gerar. Then the Lord appeared to him and said, do not go down to Egypt. Live in the land of which I shall tell you. Dwell in this land. I will be with you and bless you. For to you and your descendants, I will give all these lands and I will perform the oath which I swore to you, Abraham, your father. And I will make your descendants multiply as the stars of heaven. I will give to your descendants all this land. And in your seed, all the nations of the earth shall be blessed because Abraham obeyed my voice and kept my charge, my commandment, my statute, and my law. Hallelujah. 
through you, you are going to experience the blessing. And others will be blessed as well. So when you study this carefully, in Genesis chapter 26, even though there was a famine going on, the famine, he was not affected by it because of the blessing on his life. I pray in the name of Jesus, no matter what is going on in the earth, by the blessing of God in your life, may you continue to walk in victory in the name of Jesus. Amen. So when Isaac is, 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 is old and he's also getting ready to leave, because they, they, by this time they realize that for them to make it, it actually depends on the blessing of God on their life. And that, 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 that hasn't changed. When it got to the time of, J of Jacob, notice again, of Isaac, he transferred the blessing to Jacob. And we all, we all know what happened. Esau sold his birthright, and when the time came, when he realized that it was the time for the blessing, he was going to come for it, but Rebekah worked with Jacob, and Jacob ended up getting the blessing. But notice... Uh, what happened when Esau realized that he had lost the blessing? In Genesis chapter 27, we want to trace this carefully. Genesis chapter 27, verse 34, he says, When Esau heard the words of his father, he cried with an exceeding great cry, great and bitter cry, and said to his father, Bless me, me also, O my father. And verse 38, he says, And Esau said to his father, Have you only one blessing, my father? Bless me, me also, O oh my father. And Esau lifted up his voice and wept. Sad day for Esau. What did he lose? The Bible says in verse 27, he says, and he, and he came near and kissed him, and he smelled the smell of his clothing and blessed him, talking about Jacob, and said, Surely the smell of my son is like the smell of a field which the Lord has blessed. Therefore may God give you of the dew of heaven, of the fatness of the earth, and plenty of grain and wine. Let people serve you, and nations bow down to you. Be master over your brethren, and let your mother's sons bow down to you. Curse be everyone who curses you, and blessed be, every, be those who bless you. So if you met Esau and you asked him, uh, did, did you lose your wife? He said, no. Uh, did you lose your ch any of your children? He said no. Uh, what did your business? Did you not someone not come to come to your business today? He said no. Esau, why are you crying? What's the big deal here? <laughs> big man like Esau, you are crying. What has happened? Has someone died? No. He's crying because. The, 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 that is what they look forward to. He's crying because he has lost the blessing. And when he tried to, when he tried to get it back, Jacob said, I have released the blessing and it cannot be changed. It is that empowerment that is, that, that is on our lives. When you meet someone who is walking in the blessed, you will, you, I mean, it, it makes all the difference in every area of your life. 
with your marriage, with your family, with your children, on the job. That is what makes the difference. Jacob, Jacob put, it, put it this way in Genesis chapter 48. This, this, was, this was his version of it. In Genesis 48 verse 4, he says, and, and verse 3 says, Then God, Jacob said to Joseph, God Almighty appeared to me at last in the land of Canaan and blessed me and said to me, Behold, I will make you fruitful and multiply you, and I will make of you a multitude of people and give this land to your descendants after you as an everlasting possession. So when he left the house, notice this, when he left the house of Isaac, after Esau wanted to kill him because of the blessing, he left with only one staff in his hand. When he was coming back 20 years later, he was so blessed that before he met Esau, he divided some of, some of the things that he had. That was the reason why Esau was crying. The man had been given everything. It is when, when, you, when the blessing is at work in the life of someone, it doesn't matter where you start. If you will cooperate with God, it will make you fruitful. You will be blessed and you will be a blessing. It doesn't matter whether there is a famine, whether there is a recession, whether there is an economic downturn. It does not make a difference. If you will cooperate with God, you will see the blessing of God at work in your life. It, does, it doesn't make a difference. So, when it got to... Jacob, Joseph was the one that walked also in the blessing. And, and, and even before that, I mean, Laban made a statement about, Jake, about Jacob. Let's, let's study this from Genesis chapter 30, verse 27. Genesis 30, verse 27. He says this, and Laban said to him, please, if I have found favor in your sight, in your eyes, Please stay, if I found favor in your eyes, for I have learned by experience that the Lord has blessed me for your sake. I have learned by experience that the Lord has blessed me for your sake. There's something we call blessing by association. Laban realized that, look, before this person came, it was different. After he came, it was different. There is something going on here in the life of this person. This is the person that only came with one, 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 one rod. When he was traveling, he didn't have anything to lay on. He lay on, a, on, on, on stones. And he had a, a vision laying on stones. The man is blessed. But Laban made that statement. He said, look, I am blessed because I have seen by experience, just by you coming here, I have realized that the blessing is on your life. I pray in the name of Jesus, when you step into that workplace, may they testify and say that this company is blessed because you are here. I said, may they testify and say this company is blessed because you are here. In the name of the Lord Jesus. By experience, I've learned that it's because of you, the blessing on your life. Sometimes the, the people cannot explain it. And it was the same in the life of, 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 of Joseph. In, in, when Joseph, Joseph was, having, was not having, it was, it was, it was, things weren't going well with him. But when they put him in the pit, all of a sudden, when his brothers put him in the pit, somebody had an idea. 
and said, look, look, no, 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 no. No, let's, Remy said, no, let's not leave him in the pit. The blessing is working on, on behalf of that man. And so they sold him in Potiphar and, and even forgot about him. But the, notice what the Bible says in Genesis chapter 39. From verse 2 he says, The Lord was with Joseph and he was a successful man and he was in the house of his master the Egyptian. And his master saw that the Lord was with him and that the Lord made all he did to prosper in his hand. So Joseph found favor in his sight and served him. Then he made him overseer of his house and all that he had, he put under his authority. So it was from the time that he made him overseer of his house and all that he had, that the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake and the blessing of the Lord was on all that he had in the house and in the field. Potiphar's house has been transformed because Joseph is there. The, everything in his house was experiencing the blessing. He said, okay, now you, you take everything. Manage the whole thing. I cannot explain what is going on, but he said the blessing was on the, of the Lord was on all that he had in the house and in the field. And then the woman tried to trap the house, tried to trap. Joseph, Joseph said, no, 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 no. I cannot do this then. And sin against my God. That, you see, that, that, that explains to us what stopped the blessing. Sin is what stopped the blessing. Sin is what stopped the blessing in the life of Adam. So he realized it quickly and said, no, 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 please. No, 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 no. I pray in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, may sin not stop the blessing in your life. When he went to prison, the same thing. The blessing still kept working in his life till he got to the point where God used him to deliver a whole nation. I have learned by experience. The Lord blessed the house of the Egyptian because of Joseph. When you step out of this place into that neighborhood, may everyone realize that the blessing is on your life. So we, we can trace this. When it got to the time of Moses in Deuteronomy chapter 28, he, he said to them again, now he expounded on the blessing. Which is, so, so, so the blessing of Adam, which he lost, now became the blessing of Noah, became the blessing of Abraham, became the blessing of Jacob, became the blessing on the life of Joseph. So now Jesus Christ comes along and what you have to what we have to realize who you associate with makes all the difference the bible says in in proverbs chapter 13 proverbs chapter 13 verse 20 he, he who walks with wise men will be wise but the companions of fools will be destroyed i pray in the name of jesus that may god help us and give us the discernment to choose the company that we are in amen so when Jesus Christ comes, he's operating under the original command or the original mandate from God in the beginning. Do you, do you remember the time that in, in John chapter 6, when they were, Jesus was ministering and they ran out, I mean they didn't have food, 
And Jesus said, no, there's no way I can send these people hungry. What do you have here? The Bible said that when he took those loaves and fishes, the first thing that he did was he blessed. What do you think he said? He's, every time God said blessed, he used the word, be fruitful, multiply, bread, multiply and feed this multitude. 5,000 people, men, beside women and children, even if you have the equivalent of women and children, potentially, you are talking about, I mean, 10,000 people or more. He took care. So he's functioning under that blessing. And then before he leaves, before he leaves, he says these words to his disciples in Luke chapter 24. Luke chapter 24, verse 50 to 52, he says, he says this, he says, And he led them out as far as Bethany, and lifted up his hands and blessed them. Now it came to pass, while he blessed them, that he was parted from them and carried up into heaven. What did he do to the disciples? He says, he blessed them. He released the same blessing on, on their lives so that they can also function under the blessing. So long as each, the Israelites functioned under the blessing, their crops did well, their animals did well. I mean, no nation could defeat them. Every time that they got out from under the blessing, they suffered defeat. They, su they suffered, I mean, I mean they, 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 they couldn't make it without the blessing. So Jesus releases this on his disciples before he leaves. And in the book of Acts, notice this, Acts chapter 3, Acts chapter 3, verse 25, thank you Lord Jesus. Now we discover one of the reasons why Jesus Christ came. He says, you are sons of the prophets and of the covenant which God made with our fathers, saying to Abraham, and in your seed all the families of the earth shall be blessed to you first. God, having raised up his servant Jesus, oh, I love this phrase, sent him to bless you in turning every one of you from your iniquity. Why did he send Jesus? Thank God, Adam, when I see you, I'll be nice to you. You lost the blessing, but Jesus Christ has come and he has restored the original blessing that you lost. If you can believe this, your life will not be the same. He sent Jesus to bless you. Are you living below the privileges in the blessing. Are you walking in the fullness of the blessing? Are you living and walking in the, in the fullness of what has been made? He did not send Jesus Christ to come and curse you. No, don't believe that. He sent Jesus to come and bless you. Mark that down as the run of the reasons why Jesus Christ came. God wants to make you a blessing, bless you and make you a blessing. 
He says, having raised up Jesus, he sent him to bless you. And in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, I release the blessing on your life as well. May you walk in the fullness of the blessing. Because if you are going to try to make it in life on your own without this blessing, you are going to run into the thorns and the thistles. It's already out here. But when the blessing of God is on your life, sometimes people just like you, they can't explain it. He says, we gave Joseph favor in the eyes of Potiphar. Recently, one of us defined, and they were saying that, oh, they needed to um, get furniture. And so they went into a store, and been, they had been putting it off, but they, they, they went into a store to get furniture. And I, I don't know how it all happened. The person said, come back to the back of the store. And they ended up, if I understand it correctly, walking out with brand new furniture for free. To the glory of God. There are some things you can work for. There are some things you don't have to work for. That is God showing them favor. Hallelujah. To the glory of God. Sometimes people, you show up and say, oh, we normally don't do this. I like that phrase. <laughs> we normally don't do this. But today only we are going to do this for you. As I said, so someone said, oh, I need, a, I need a dryer. Someone said, oh, I have this. Can I just give it to you and be, a, and be a blessing to you? I pray in the name of Jesus, may God bless you and make you a blessing. Amen. You see, when the blessing comes into an environment, the purpose is to reproduce the Garden of Eden. That was God's original plan and intent. So anything that cannot be found in the Garden of Eden, it goes into effect to remove it from there. He told him, I will turn your wilderness into, to become like the Garden of Eden. And you see, you and I, I mean, originally the Jews were the ones uh, who had that covenant. The Bible describes us as we were outside, strangers to the covenant, strangers to the covenant of promise. But when Jesus Christ came, when he hung on the cross, go with me to Galatians chapter 3. Galatians chapter 3, verse 14. He says this, notice this. He says that, verse 13 says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Having become a curse for us, for it is written, it is written, curse is everyone who hangs on a tree. Oh, that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. The same blessing that was on Adam that he lost, that was on Noah that you see in the life of Abraham. Now he's calling it here the blessing of Abraham that you see it producing in the life of Abraham all throughout his life that he got to the end. The Bible says he had been blessed, my Lord and my God, in all things. He's saying that when Jesus Christ hung on the cross, the curse that came as a result of what Adam had done, He's saying that my Lord and my God, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. 
Sickness is part of the curse. Poverty is part of the curse. Spiritual death, being separated from God, is part of the curse. He's saying he's come and he's redeemed us. Thank God the blessing is back where it belongs. It is on your life, on my life. It is on your life if you are a child of God. Christ. Because he says in verse 29, Thank you, Lord Jesus. He says in verse 29, the same Galatians 3, 29, says, And if you are Christ, then you are Abraham's seed, and as according to the promise. So the same promise that he made to Abraham uh, through Christ Jesus, I, I don't ask me how he does it, but he's saying, if I am Christ's seed, you don't understand everything. Do you, do you understand everything? Do you know everything? No, no. Do you understand how someone, uh, I mean, the most meanest person, the most wretched person, when the life of Jesus comes into them, can transform their lives? Hallelujah. He's saying that if you are in Christ Jesus, then you are in Abraham's seed. Oh, my Lord and my God and heirs. Then all that we have to do is check out on his steps. No one has said, look at him. Check out on his steps. What did he do to be able to walk in the blessing? Hallelujah. We'll discover some this morning. But you see, for, I, 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 mean, I, I mean, when it comes into a life, there's a testimony of a woman. One day, one of the people in the church, or there's a store, or a was at a store, and he said, oh, I'm just, I mean, I'm just inviting you. Don't join me at church. And he said, no, I've never been to church. I don't go to church. I don't do all that. But he said, but if you are inviting me, I'm going to come. But she was in great difficulty. When she came into the house of the Lord, as the word of God was going on, the preacher realized that this person had tears in their eyes. And they came forward and gave their life to the Lord Jesus Christ. And later on, they said, no, this person, it seems that they are in great difficulty. So let's talk to them and, and see what's going on. He said, my life is, is, is I'm, in, I'm in a terrible shape. My husband is, a, is an alcoholic. He cannot hold down a job. For even up to six months. He gets the job and he loses it. My son is in prison. We are talking about how Jesus Christ came. My son is in prison. And when he, and he, he was also an alcoholic. He got in trouble. Different things happened. And when he got into prison, just, uh, the wife left him. And I'm just left with, with this grandchild that I'm taking care of. Because they visited this, this lady during the week. And they realized that the child did not even have something to eat. All he had was a loaf of, of, of bread that he was, he was working on. And he said also, my, my, do my daughter has, is also, has different problems, and, and she's into drugs, and she has left, left the house. So they helped the woman get her something into the family, and then she started faithfully coming to church. After a while, her life, this is how Jesus tra can transform someone's life. And you see, God can use all of us to bring this message of the gospel to others. After a while, after six months, she said, Pastor, my husband is completely, has been completely de delivered from alcohol, and he's going to join me in church this, the, ne the next Sunday to the glory of God. 
he came, his life was transformed. And he said, also listen to this, Master. I heard from my son who is in prison. Now while he is in prison, he has surrounded his life to the Lord Jesus Christ. My daughter who was on drugs, I also heard from her. She said, Mom, I'm sober and I'm coming back to the house. And after a while, this family's whose life was in total shambles, they visited their home and they had come together and now they had a comfortable place to live. And he said, the pastor said, when I went to the house and we opened the fridge, I even noticed that the blessing had come inside the fridge. <laughs> that is Jesus. Is that not just like Jesus? He can take any life and transform it for his glory. The devil may be whispering to you today and saying to you, there is no hope. You are watching online on TV, wherever you may be, and saying to you, your hope, your case, nothing can be done about it. He may be telling you that you've wasted your life. But if you can give Jesus, this is the reason why Jesus Christ came. He has, the work has already been done. All you have to do is to accept it. So what did Abraham know? We cannot go into all, all of it right now. But let's look at a number of things that Abraham did to be able to walk in and others as well. The first thing that we realize in the life of Abraham was that he was one to obey. He walked in obedience. He said to Isaac, we saw, we saw that in, 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 in Genesis chapter 26, he said to Isaac that look, verse 5, because Abraham obeyed my voice and kept my charge, my commandment, my statute, and my laws. Abraham obeyed in Genesis chapter 22. Every time God spoke to Abraham, he was willing to obey. In Genesis chapter 22, verse, 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 20, verse 17, he says, Blessing, I will bless you, and multiplying, I will multiply your descendants as the stars of the heaven, and as the sun which is on the seashore, and, all, and your descendants shall possess the gates of their enemies. In your seed, all the nations of the earth shall be blessed, because, because, because you have obeyed my voice. The blessing is tied to obedience. Adam and Eve would not obey God and they did not walk in. They, that, that was the end of it. The blessing stopped working in their lives. In the name of the Lord Jesus, receive the grace to walk in obedience in Jesus' name. The Bible describing Jesus says in Hebrews chapter 5, notice this, Hebrews chapter 5, none of us can get around it. Hebrews chapter 5, Thank you, Lord Jesus. He says, verse 9 says, And having, verse 7 says, Who in the days of his flesh, when he had offered up prayers and supplications with vehement cries and tears to him, who was able to save him from death and was heard because of his godly fear, though he was a son, 
yet he learned obedience by the things which he suffered and having been perfected he became the author of eternal salvation notice this to all who obey him even though jesus was the son of god he says he had to go through the same he had to learn obedience he had to learn obedience and as a result he's become the author of eternal salvation to all those who obey him obedience is the key to walking in the blessing no get no no getting around that he says in jeremiah chapter 7 verse 23 he says but this is what i commanded them saying obey my voice and i will be your god and you shall be my people and walk in all the ways that I've commanded you, that it may be well with you. Yet they did not obey or incline their ear, but followed the counsels and the dictates of their evil heart, and went backward and not forward. It says because they wouldn't obey, instead of making forward progress, they went backward. He says, obey and I'll be your God. They said, no, we won't obey. We have a better way. A better way. I pray in the name of Jesus. Going backward is not a funny thing. As you obey God, may God move you forward in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. I said, as you obey God, may God move you forward in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Two, to walk in the blessing we must have a reverence for the Lord, a the fear of the Lord. The Bible says in Psalm 1, verse 1, thank you, Lord. Psalm 1, verse 1, he says, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scuffle, but his delight is in the law of the law, and in his law he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaves also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. Then godly are not so, but are like the chaff with the wind, drives away the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly nor stands in the path of sinners nor sits in the seat of the scornful he has a reverence for god and for his word if he's at work and people are doing shady things you say no 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 i cannot do this that was the testimony of, of, of Joseph. His testimony was, I fear God. I reverence God. God is the one that I look up to. In Genesis 42 verse 8, he said, I fear God. No wonder he walked in the blessing. Psalm 112 says, this is the profile of a blessed person. He says, thank you, Lord. We must walk in the reverence. He says, praise the Lord. Blessed is the man who fears or reverences the Lord, who delights greatly in his commandments. That's this person is blessed. Then he talks about what this person will walk in as a result of reverencing the, the Lord. 
His commandment, delighting in his commandment. Whatever God says to, to, to do, I delight in doing it. Whatever God says to do, I delight in doing it. I pray, may obeying and doing the will of God be your delight. Jesus said, one time they asked Jesus, what is, I mean, in John chapter 4, they, they were asking Jesus, are you hungry? He said, no, 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 my meat is to do the will of God. That's what I derive my satisfaction from. May that be your testimony as well in the name of the Lord Jesus. That was the desire of the Lord Jesus Christ. He said, I, it is written of me in the book, I have come to do your will, O God. May your life be well-pleasing to the Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. The fear of the Lord, Psalm 111 verse 10, is the beginning of wisdom. May we walk in the fear and the reverence of the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And then the last thing, we'll, we'll, we'll continue on uh, another time. But, but the last thing here is, make a decision. Make a decision. Des make a decision. That you will serve the Lord all the days of your life. All the days of your life. Exodus chapter 23, verse 25. Exodus chapter 23, verse 25. He says, thank you, Lord. So you shall serve the Lord your God, and he will bless your bread and your water, and I will take sickness away from the midst of you. No one shall suffer miscarriage or be barren in your land. I will fulfill the number of your days. You shall serve, he shall bless. You shall serve, he shall bless. You shall serve, he shall bless. And you will take sickness away from the midst of you. I don't know any insurance policy that offers that. This is good. Think about it. The Bible says that when they were walking in the wilderness, there was no one feeble person among them. The Bible says that God even kept their shoes that they did not wear out. We are not serving any God. We serve a big God. He can keep that body of yours from the crown of your head to the sole of your feet. He says, I will take it away from you. The number of your days you will fulfill. I pray in the name of Jesus, as you make a decision to yield your life to the Lord, may he keep you from sickness and disease in the name of the Lord Jesus. Job was one that feared and reverence the Lord. And this was his testimony. Even the devil testified about him. Verse 9 says, So verse 1 says, In Job chapter 1, he says that there was a man in the land of Uz, Uz whose name was Job, and that man was blameless and upright, and one who feared God and shunned evil. When the enemy tried to come against him, the Bible says, Sit so Satan answered the Lord and said, Does God does Job fear God for nothing? Have you not made a hedge around him, around his household, and around all that he has on every side? You have blessed the work of his hands, and his possessions have increased in the land. You see, there's an inbuilt protection in the blessing. 
He said that there is, a, there is an, a hedge around him, his life and his family. I cannot touch him. You have blessed him and increased him. This thing works in every generation. It doesn't, care the genera- it doesn't, it doesn't make a difference. You have blessed him and put a hedge around him. But his testimony was, he was upright and he reverenced the Lord. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus, may that wall of protection be around your life. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, I see you walking in the blessing. Why did he send Jesus? He sent him to bless you. If you are a child, if you are in Christ, you are a son of child of Abraham, and the blessing is yours. I almost want to dance. Hallelujah. Oh, I'm blessed. Shout it, I'm blessed. Shout it, I'm blessed. Shout it, I'm blessed. But you see, it takes walking with God to walk in the fullness of it. And I pray in our generation, same way that it is people that we've stated about this morning. Noah, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Job, Jesus. In your generation, may you be counted as one who walks in the blessing in Jesus' name. And through you, may many others be blessed. That's why we keep preaching. And you keep testifying. And as you step out into the week, may people notice and favor you because of the blessing of God in your life. And anything in your life that does not align with God's original plan and intent, may the blessing of God at work in your life take it away in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. May you see the hand of God at work in your life. In Jesus' name, amen. You are watching online. Maybe someone shared this with you or watching on TV. You see, this blessing only belongs to those who are in Christ. If you are not in Christ, you are outside. And the the Bible, the curse is already out there. But we want to see you walking in the fullness of the blessing, not only in your life, but God using you to be a blessing to others. Even in this season. But it all starts with that decision to make Jesus the Lord of your life. He says, obey my voice and I will be your God. The Bible says that today is the day of salvation. If you hear his voice, do not harden your heart. You can't keep God pushing God away and giving him second place in your life and expect to see his blessing in your life. No, it doesn't work that way. God has to be first. His voice has to be obeyed. And you must be willing to say, look, I've tried everything else. I'm going to give God an opportunity. And I can assure you by the word of the living God, if you are willing to give God an opportunity, your life will not be the same. One day I heard someone preaching, the pastor preaching like this, and I decided that I was going to give my life to the Lord Jesus Christ And when I did, a whole new world opened up to me. And my life has not been the same. God wants to do the same for you. Maybe you feel hopeless. 
Maybe you feel like there's no way out. Oh, but thank God with God, there is always a way out. Uh, but you must get to that place. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through the Lord Jesus Christ. Nothing else will fill it. Drugs won't fill it. Alcohol won't fill it. Uh, nothing else will do. Only Jesus. For God so loved the world, and that includes you, that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. He sent Jesus to bless you, but you cannot experience his blessing unless you are willing to receive Jesus. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We trust this podcast was a blessing. Subscribe for more messages like these. If you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior today, we would love to hear from you. Email us at info at wordmissionchurchinternational.org. We will love to equip you in daily walk, so sign up for devotionals and encouragement at www.wordmissionchurchinternational.org. You may reach us at 719-235-5535.